Welcome to Real Estate Investing Abundance, the show for busy, fulfilled professionals like you to learn how to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. Now, here is your host, Dr. Alan Lomax. Hello, enlightened investors, and so happy to be back with you today as we explore how we can do get off of Wall Street and onto Main Street using our IRA to invest in real estate. Scott Maurer has worked with thousands of investors to move their retirement funds from the stock market roller coaster to stable income producing real estate. Through his self-directed IRA, Scott has shown investors how to purchase all things real estate with their IRAs and their 401ks, from rentals to rehabs to multifamily syndication. So happy to have you with us, Scott. So take us off and share a memorable experience from your formative years. Great, Alan. Thanks for having me on today. I think one thing that stands out to me was it was my freshman year in college, and I was taking a U.S. history class that was centered on all the events post-Civil War. And our main our main assignment was to interview somebody and and write about their spot in their, their time in history. And I was able to interview and sit down with my, both of my grandparents on my dad's side. My grandfather, who served in the Navy. In World War II, and was at war for many years, and then also interview on the on the other side, my grandmother, and hear her her experience and what she went through back home raising three kids uh, at the time. And so, it was really eye opening to to see them in a different light. You know, you you grow up and then you have different relationships with your grandparents, but getting to a point when I was a little older and could really talk to them and and really just got so much great information from them. You know, saw a different side of them I hadn't seen. And just really realized, you know, uh, you know, number one, how good I have it in relation to what they went through. But also think it, it teaches you, you know, have a, you know, again, you look at your grandparents a certain way, but seeing obviously a vulnerable side and and different things that they had to go through. And that's important when you're dealing with people anywhere that you never know kind of what's behind that facade or behind what, what you're seeing and interacting with. So it was really formative to me to really again, understand and appreciate, you know, what other people went through, the sacrifices people made, obviously, for what we have. Uh, in our country. What an excellent history assignment and wish more instructors would give assignments like that. Well, it not only helps you understand your history better, but it certainly interviewing grandparents helps you to really solidify those familiar relationships in a way that probably you had not done prior to that. Well, Scott, uh, talk to us a little bit here about self-directed investing, uh, particularly from our Retirement accounts, IRAs, and 401ks, and just tell us the basics about what that is all about. Yeah, so the, a self-directed IRA, for anyone who is, is new to the topic, you've never heard the term before, or maybe you've heard it in passing, it's a retirement account that allows the IRA owner, the individual retirement plan account owner, to choose from a variety of different types of investments and really diversify their retirement accounts by investing in things outside of the stock market. Uh, a lot of IRA providers allow you to choose from a variety of investments that they hold or that they sell. And, and most of those investments are mutual funds or publicly traded stocks or other types of securities, but they don't allow you to invest in other types of assets that the IRS actually will permit you to invest in. And the biggest kind of field or different type of investment that we see uh, at Advanta 
is people using their IRA, using their old 401k to invest in different types of real estate. So instead of investing in a mutual fund or investing in a stock, you can use your IRA, your 401k to buy into a, a property. Again, whether it's a single family home, whether it's a multifamily syndication, whether you're lending money to someone else, your IRA can actually purchase that as the investment in the account and have the gains and the benefits from that investment accruing back to your IRA account. And so you're growing your retirement account with this alternative asset, the cash flow that it produces, uh, rather than having some of your money languishing uh, potentially on, on the stock market. Wonderful vehicle for those who have IRAs and, and 401ks. What does it mean to be truly self-directed? You've touched on that a bit, but give us a little bit more detail. Yeah. Again, a lot of IRA providers, I should say, even the brokerage firms will uh, tout and market their accounts as being self-directed. And again, being that if you set up an account on their platform, you're not going to have an advisor choose your mutual funds or your stocks, but they will allow you to go in and you know pick from whatever products that they offer or that they sell. So they're telling you that you can self-direct because they're not going to place you in any particular investment. But really what a truly self-directed IRA is one in which you can choose from a variety of ty- of investment types and not being limited to what's being offered by your custodian. And again, with a self-directed company like ourselves at Advanta, we do not sell any products. So we will hold any type of investment that is allowable under IRS guidelines. I think we'll cover that in a little bit later as to what the rules are and the things you can't do. But I can tell you there's not much. There's, there's not much in the way of limiting what you can do inside of your IRA account. So again, any type of real estate, you could use your IRA, your 401k to invest in. We see people invest in private startup companies, precious metals. Again, there's just so much more you can do. But that's what a truly self-directed IRA allows you to do is not being confined to a specific type of asset, but actually choose amongst a number of different types of assets that are allowable under IRS guidelines. So this has been available for for many years, I don't know, 40 years or more, but very few people are doing it. And I guess one reason they're not doing it is because their broker or their financial advisor is not sharing with them this information. Why is it that that more financial advisors are not promoting uh, self-directed investing? Now, I think, I think there's two reasons uh, primarily why they don't. One, they don't typically get paid on it. Um, you know, a lot of advisors are paid for the assets that they either, either the assets that they manage, which if you take some of the assets out of your account with them and move it to a self-directed IRA, so they're not getting a fee necessarily on the money that is invested in the self-directed account. Or if they're commission-based, you know, they, they, may, they make their money off the trades that they place for you. Obviously, that's another source of income. Uh, that they're losing. So for some of them, it is you know purely. I think it's a you know self <laughs> self preservation. They don't want to allow you to you know let you know about these things they can do that will will take money out of their pocket. Uh, I think the second reason, a lot of times, and, and I, I use the word ignorance, but not in a, in a negative way. It is simply they don't know that it exists. Um, they take their their different licenses or different certifications that they need to offer different products, and this is not part of that. Uh, curriculum. Uh, again, they are learning about the different types of mutual funds and stocks and trades and things like that. So it's not part of their world. And unless they are introduced to it, they're simply not going to obviously be able to, to tell their clients about it. Now, in painting a, with a little bit of a broad brush there, there are plenty of financial advisors that we work with, and I'm sure a lot of our clients have worked with, who do understand what a self-directed IRA is. 
and at times will help their clients you know, in facilitating that right type of an investment. So uh, but again, for some of them, it's a matter of just simply not wanting to lose their own income from it. And others, it's just they don't even know it exists either. Like you say, there certainly are advisors, financial advisors out there who are recommending uh, self-directed IRAs as well as stock investments and other things. In fact, we've had a number of those advisors on our show. So they do exist, but they seem to be few and far between. And I, I don't know, I think that may be part of the reason that from my perspective, there is a lot of fear in conjunction with people even contemplating uh, moving what they consider a fairly secure investment from these typical stock plans, mutual funds, and so on and so forth, to self-directed IRAs. Why is there so much fear around that? Again, I think part of it stems from not understanding it. Again, how, you know, if, if you're a, a broker who has spent the last several years going through learning what you need to be a broker and the different types of assets are involved, you, don't, you may have not been exposed at all to say a real estate investment. Um, and so for you, you you hear about the real estate crash in 2008 or, or other times real estate's lost money. And for them, they just think, oh, that means it's a, it's a dangerous asset. It can, it can be fickle, ignoring the fact that obviously the stock market operates the same way, has its own ups and downs and can be very fickle. I mean, most of the clients that we talk with, they actually, you know, if their advisor were to say, well, hey, real estate's risky, stocks and mutual funds are safe, they actually would completely disagree and say, real estate is stable. Real estate is not the risky asset. It's the stock market where my money's uh, you know, being played with and, and, and I really don't have a lot of control over it. So it's really from the viewpoint of, I think, the person. And again, the brokerage firm, because they don't deal with that on a daily basis, that, that's why they don't trust it. And I think to your point, Alan, the advisors who, who do uh, believe, you know, believe or help individuals with self-directed IRAs a lot of them probably have their own real estate investments. I've found over the years, you know, they they do obviously they do their pub publicly traded assets as well, uh, but they themselves personally have probably dabbled a little bit in real estate investing and therefore uh, understand it from their clients' perspective of what they're looking to do. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right in conjunction with that. And of course, I mean, there is the difference there that the stock market is publicly traded. It's easy to find stocks. All you have to do is go to any particular advisor or you can go online and you can find uh, any stock you want to buy. The difference, of course, with real estate, like you just mentioned, is that that's a privately traded asset. And it's challenging to find reliable sources to invest with. And that takes some time, effort, and energy just to get started in that particular asset class. But of course, from my perspective, it is a much more stable and much less risky component uh, than uh, the stock market. And just going back to 2008, yes, the, the real estate market went through some difficult times and some people did lose and lose everything. But I think not anywhere close to the degree that the stock market, I mean, there were millions of people who lost 100% of their stock values in that uh, in the 2008 crash. So there's risk to any investment, but from my perspective, real estate, hands down, is a much less riskier endeavor than the stock market. Well, what kind of retirement accounts can be used uh, and how do we go about using those retirement accounts to self-direct? Any type of IRA. So if you're listening and you're looking at your account statement, if it's designated as an IRA, whether it's a traditional or rollover IRA, 
uh, a Roth IRA. If you're self-employed, you may have an SEP or a SEP IRA or possibly a simple IRA. Any type of IRA can be self-directed. It's just a matter of filling out the right paperwork to transfer assets or transfer cash from your existing traditional Roth over into a self-directed traditional or, or Roth IRA. In addition to IRA accounts, any former employer's plan, so any old 401ks, any old 403b plans, uh, 457s, TSPs, can also be rolled over with no tax consequence uh, into a self-directed either traditional uh, or possibly a Roth IRA if you, if you do have a Roth component in your, in your 401k. So um, any former, plan, former employer's plan, any type of I existing IRA, the only restriction really on retirement accounts that most of the time or sometimes can't be moved into a self-directed capacity uh, is your current employer. So if you're working for a current company or a current uh, government agency that offers you a retirement plan, uh, you probably have some restrictions on moving that money out of the account. But again, any former plan, any IRA can be transferred or rolled over. And, and again, their mechanisms are either doing a transfer or a rollover. Uh, both are tax-free movements of money directly from your current plan uh, over into your self-directed IRA. That's a process that we help manage on our end to make sure that it's done properly and all the reporting is done properly as well. So um, that's, a good, that's a good thing to note. Uh, a lot of times advisors, uh, when you talk to them and say, I'm going to buy real estate with my IRA account, get confused and think that you're going to be taking a distribution from your IRA, which would be subject to penalties, would be subject to potential taxes it would be if taking that money out. But when you do a transfer from custodian to custodian, or you do a rollover from your old 401k into an IRA, there's no tax consequence to do it. And then when you buy the real estate asset, you're purchasing that asset in the name of your IRA account, not your personal name. So again, we help manage that whole process and walk you through it. So just again, any IRA, any old employer's plan can be self-directed. Well, segueing into what it is that Advanta has to offer, tell us about Advanta, how it is that we can take advantage of what it is that Advanta has to offer. Yep. So our, our company, we act as a self-directed IRA administrator. We've been around for almost 20 years. And the only thing we do is administering and doing the record keeping and custodial work for self-directed IRA accounts. Like I said, we are not a brokerage firm. We're not a bank. We do not offer investments. Uh, we provide the services that some of the brokerage firms do. So we do, we take care of all of the IRS reporting uh, for your account. Uh, but we do is facilitate you helping or helping you make the investments that you wish to make inside of the IRA. So if you wanted to buy a single family home, we're going to work with you on the contract to make sure that your IRA is written as the buyer and work with the closing agent to make sure that the deed and all the closing documents reflect that your IRA as its own legal entity is the purchaser and the investor in the property. If you're investing in a multifamily syndication, for example, those, those come with uh, subscription documents that have to be completed. We make sure the subscription documents get completed in the name of, of your IRA as well. So that's kind of on the front end of what we're doing with helping get the investment made inside the IRA. And then once the investment's been completed, we will receive and deposit all income. So any income that's generated from your investment must flow back to your IRA account with us. And we will receive and deposit that income. If there's any expense related to the investment. So if you're owning a single family home, the taxes, the insurance, the maintenance, those expenses must be paid by the IRA account as well. So our administrative and record keeping work, we will receive the income. We will pay the expenses. We will take care of all the IRS reporting and again, help keep you clear of any IRS rules that, that things that are prohibited in nature as well. So that's our service is really just an administrator and custodian. We're not advisors. 
Uh, although I have a legal background, we do not do any legal or tax work for our clients. So it is strictly acting as that custodian for the investments that you choose. Well, how do we find Advanta? The easiest way to find us is on, on the web at advantaira.com. And there's you can link on our direct page to our YouTube page. If you're ever looking for some more additional information, some educational information, we have a link to our YouTube page as well, where you can watch any webinar that we've done over the last two or three years. We record them all, place them on the website. Well, there's uh, certainly a lot of uh, eBooks that you can download, other great information. You can sign up for our upcoming events as well. We have a, a link on our, our page right there in the middle as well. So just advantiary.com is really the gateway to get to all that other great information. So that's where I would, I would make sure people go. Well, you've talked in general about rollovers, about changing any kind of IRA to a self-directed account. But take us through an actual process for those who are new to this process. It it's a simple process, but just hearing about it for the first time, it really is kind of uh, intimidating. So just take us through that process step by step. Sure, Alan. And that's, again, that's something we get a lot from individuals. It is because it's something new and different. People need to to have uh, that assistance going through it. The process of establishing the self-directed IRA is, is completing our IRA application packet, which is giving us you know your personal information, you're designating your beneficiaries, on the account, and then also instructing us as to who your current custodian is. So we will take that information and establish the account. And then we will reach out to your other custodian with the paperwork you've provided and request that transfer of cash. Whatever amount you have indicated, uh, we will reach out to them to have that cash then sent, say, from your brokerage IRA into the new IRA that you've opened up with us at Advanta. The only thing you would need to do on your end would be to call your brokerage firm and make sure that you have uh, the funds or your assets in a cash position. And again, that's something we will will remind you of as we're we're processing the paperwork. So the initial step is just completing our paperwork to get the account established, name your beneficiaries. And then we will submit the transfer form to get the funds then moved from your other custodian over into the self-directed IRA. At that point, we have an account opened. We're waiting for the transfer of funds. And the next step for you is simply to work with your account manager. Let us know what investment you wish to purchase. Again, whether it's a single family home, we can start working on the contract for the IRA. If it's a multifamily deal, we're working on the subscription agreements. If you want to lend money from your IRA, we'll let you know uh, how we need to see the note and mortgage drafted as well. So the the kind of the, the two phases are we're getting the account set up and getting the funds transferred tax-free. And then the next phase is working with you, working with the title company, the attorneys, to make sure that the investment paperwork all reflects your IRA account uh, as the owner. So instead of, say, Joe Smith being the owner of the real estate, it the prop- paperwork needs to read advance to IRA for benefit of Joe Smith's IRA. And again, we are going to insist and make sure that that wording appears on the document so that there's no tax consequence to you uh, down the line if the IRS looks into the overall transaction. What are the restrictions for using uh, self-directed funds? Yeah, this good. Al, I mentioned this earlier. It's really the only restrictions are you can't buy life insurance or collectibles. So those are the two prohibited investments or any type of life insurance product or a collectible like vintage wine, you know, stamps, coins, things of that nature. The other restriction is that your IRA cannot invest in an asset that you intend to use personally, and it can't buy anything from someone that the IRS considers to be a disqualified person. So if it's your IRA account, the disqualified persons for your IRA include yourself, your spouse, your children and grandchildren, your parents and grandchildren, 
in any entity, like an LLC that those individuals control. So in the context of real estate, again, you can invest in any type of real estate, but it can't be a property that you want to then live in, that you want to vacation in, that you want to get personal use from. It can't be a property that you already own or one of those disqualified persons own. So if you're looking to deal with or have your IRA transact with some of those close family members, that's where you have to be very careful that you're not doing something that to be considered prohibited. But if you're dealing with third parties, you're buying property from people you don't know, or maybe they are their friends or, or other or other investors who are not related to you. And there's no restriction again on any type of asset that you purchase because the only restrictions are on investing in life insurance uh, and collectibles. So uh, outside of those assets, then you just have to make sure you're not buying an asset or transacting with somebody who's disqualified. I find it interesting that that you can invest with siblings and cousins but you just can't uh, invest with any ascendant or descendant. So interesting. I don't know why they came up with that. That seems kind of funny to me. But anyway, that is the regulation there. The restrictions are few, but they are critical. And uh, it can be very, very costly if those restrictions are violated. And that's where your company comes into play, because you are looking out for those kind of things to help the investor prevent those uh, kind of mistakes. So what is the big advantage uh, for choosing self-directed uh, investing? I think for the individual investor, the, the big, there's a couple of advantages. One, the income that you generate from these investments uh, flows back to your IRA, either tax-free or tax-deferred, uh, depending on the type of an account that you have. So if you're someone who's investing right now and you're, uh, you know, in, your, you're in your high-earning years, uh, you may not want extra income. Uh, right now to, to pile on top of what your, your W-2 or your other earnings you have from, from working. So you investing through your IRA allows you to continue to defer that income back into your re- retirement account. Uh, obviously, there's the nature of it, diversity, having your money uh, placed not completely within the stock market, allowing you to, to place your eggs into multiple baskets. Um, so the self-directing is going to give you the option uh, to get some of your money again uh, out of out of more conventional assets, and then uh, certainly it's taking advantage of your knowledge. So a lot of our clients are real estate investors, and so uh, for them, they are already sold on the investment of real estate. The IRA is simply providing them with another source of capital, uh, rather than going and obtaining another mortgage or looking to to leverage their savings account and things like that. The IRA provides that source of cash, uh, and so for them. Uh, the primary motivator is simply the ease at which they can get to their funds. Uh, you do not need anyone's permission to transfer your IRA or do a rollover of an old 401k. It is just a matter of doing the right paperwork. So for those clients, it's just having that extra bag of money so that they don't miss out on another upcoming opportunity. Well, viewers and listeners, thank you for being with us today. Enjoyed our conversation. And I look forward to being with you next time. Scott, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you, Alan. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Investing Abundance, brought to you by Steed Talker Capital, a company working for passionate professionals like you to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. As part of our efforts to make the world a better place, Steed Talker Capital contributes to activities and organizations committed to better understand the equine. These endeavors attempt to enhance the human treatment of horses worldwide. Steed Talker Capital, working for a world where all creatures, great and small, flourish abundantly. For resources to develop your financial independence, connect with us at steedtalker.com. 